0: And welcome to another episode of Being Healthy, the Shaolin Way. Today, we're going to take a scientific look at Qi. So, Physics Meet Qi is the title of it. From a quantum physicist comes a scientific view of oneness and other concepts of Chinese medicine. Physics, that most precise of sciences, shows that there is a unity behind all existence, one that provides connections in new, amazing, and previously undemonstrated ways. So said quantum physicist Dr. Hans-Peter duer in several talks TAI helped sponsor uh, in April. In that unity, matter in the body forms one huge coherent vibration, said the physicist. And existence continually makes itself, its electrons forming and reforming and dancing clouds it doesn't sound very much like a physicist, but believe me, it will. This is very exciting comments, Bob Duggins, president of TII. The vibration that Dr. Duer is talking about sounds like what I experienced when I touched an acupuncture point. Advanced physics is catching up with the ancient Chinese, he said. Now, this person doesn't realize that ancient India And uh, thousands of years up on the Chinese, but let me continue. It's been clear to me for many years that the basic science of healing traditions like acupuncture, homeopathy, touch, and meditation could be discerned by thinkers like Dr. Doerr, scientists rooted in high-energy physics rather than chemistry or molecular sciences. Dr. Doerr is professor emeritus and former managing director of the prestigious Max Planck Institute as well as a former chair of the Werner Heisenberg Institute of Physics and Astrophysics in Munich, Germany. His talks in Maryland were sponsored by TAEA, the University of Maryland's Physics Department, the National Institute of Health's Office of Alternative Medicine, and the Howard County Maryland Education Department. The physicist began by explaining that what non-scientists think of as Western scientific thought is really a leftover from the 19th century. It's a very limited way to understand what we mean by reality, because it's either or. It is based in the idea that if one object is in a certain place at a certain time, another object cannot also be there. In this old physics, the world has real substance, and the ways in which substance come together makes form. That explanation works in daily life, and Newtonian physics even works well enough to use in navigating ships. But it could not explain the electron, which moves continuously and acts like both a particle and a wave, where it will move next. And it is the dance of electrons and the forms manifested by those electrons as they dance that creates all substances. So in modern physics, matter is an offspring of form not the other way around. Let me repeat. In modern physics, matter is an offspring of form, not the other way around. But because electrons move unpredictably, any given bit of substance is only a matter of probability. It is as if the universe constantly would blink out and reappear in another high probability place. Chuckled Duer, The universe is created every moment anew. It disappears, the old one, in time for the new one to be created. Very crazy, right? Well, not entirely. Form without any matter is familiar to us, Duer said. Let's say you have to St. Matthew's Passion on a record, and you hear a very beautiful soprano singing. You're very excited. You take out the record, and where's the soprano? On the record, there's only a scratch and a spiral, nothing else. Only in the shape of that line can you find the soprano. The form is what carries the music. The form is also in the brain of the composer. Mozart once said, I'm just writing down what I hear in my mind. He knew the form. It was already there, and he put it on paper. A more daily example. You poke a few numbers into your cell phone, and you get a voice somebody 3,000 miles away. How in the world did we do that? asked Door. We use the electromagnetic field as a carrier, a carrier of form. Our phone call creates a particular perturbation of the Earth's electromagnetic field, and on the French coast is something that knows shapes very well, and it picks out exactly the right perturbation. Hello, answers a friend in Cannes. This interaction has no material basis, however. What's detected is a form. So what a matter? If the world is just unpredictably dancing electrons, why don't we fall through the floor? How does my arm hold together? Why do I wake up with my own arm and not somebody else's? The answer goes like this. The electron patterns have an infinity of forms that they can take to make different substances. It's true, but each new form is not fully independent of the one that existed a second before. Because one form participates in creating the next. Dead matter and living matter are alike in this respect. However, a table has no power to recreate itself. Its electrons tend to go on doing the same old, same old. If I look away and look back, the table is still there, said Doer. But if I look at a person, I'm not sure when I will really see the same person. Living things behave more like quantum electron patterns than like tables. Life changes from moment to moment in not very predictable ways. However, a table has no power to recreate itself. I said before. From a physicist's point of view, the reason why is founded in the fact that all living molecules have an electrodipole moment. That is, they are electrical systems. One end of the molecule is more positively charged than the other. So the molecules string themselves together rather like magnets, positive to negative, and each molecule has millions of overlapping electron clouds which interact in one giant system. General energy from sunlight life, or other sources, pumps up these living molecules. So they vibrate about a thousand times faster than the frequency of a cellular telephone. And like the cell phone, their vibration can be modulated to carry messages, DNA, for example. That vibration goes out to the body's gazillion water molecules, all of which are strong little dipoles. The whole water vibrates and amplifies the vibration even further, says Doerr. This kind of wave goes through the whole body. It brings the whole body into a huge, coherent vibration. After hearing Doer's presentation, Bob Duggan observed, now we can understand how a word, a look, a touch, or an idea can have a big impact and how they can open and close the flow of life like a needle or a drug. With that understanding, Duggan said, we're called to stay fully aware of our impact on each other and all of creation, on the oneness. So, while quantum physicist Dr. Hans-Peter Doer was lecturing in the United States this spring, speaking to scientists and students about one coherent vibration, Eric Watts, a client in TAE's acupuncture treatment program at the Baltimore City Center, was writing the oneness. Watts presented the poem to his acupuncturist in gratitude for the healing work with him. Can you hear the earth's breathing? Imagine waves splashing ashore. It's the sound of the Earth's exhalate, exhalation. Do you feel in your heartbeat the rhythm of birds as they flap their wings? Or sense in yourself a smooth, graceful glide of large whales through the sea? Can you feel lifeblood flowing to and from your heart, like water flowing to and from the ocean? Be still and feel the rhythm of this planet we call Earth, moving in a ballet of the planets as we resolve around the sun. As our galaxy system moves to the rhythm of the universe, so must our body systems, respiratory, circulatory, move to the rhythm of the universe within us. Could it be that every particle in the universe is a part of the body of God? Just as an atom is a part of a molecule that is a part of a gene that is part of the cells that make up our bodies, our physical being. Can it be that we each are a cell that is part of the planet, that is a part of the galaxy, that is a part of the universe, that all of God, his physical being. Now, I imagine you're wondering, where is the science of that? Where is the demonstration that chi can be scientifically demonstrated? In fact, these scientists, this scientist in particular, sounds a lot like a mystic, not like a scientist at all. So... Tomorrow we'll explore the, in tomorrow's episode, we'll explore a more traditional scientist that has a really clear idea of what she is. And his name is uh, Dr. Shin Lin, PhD. He's an associate vice chancellor for biomedical initiatives, professor of cell biology, biochemistry, biophysics, and biomedical engineering, university, of California, Irvine. He's going to discuss Qigong and Tai Chi, a cultural and scientific overview. So this concludes today's lecture. Um, But if you'd like to visit the monks of the Shaolin Temple, visit ShaolinTempleUS.org or our new website, HealthyTaiChi.com. If you'd like to donate to this program, Please send by PayPal your donations to Rick, R-I-C-K, at feraldemore.com, F-E-R-R-E-L-D-M-O-O-R-E.com. Until tomorrow, namaste.